Welcome to Workplace English Pod, a great way to improve your English on the go. Workplace English Pod is brought to you by Workplace English Training ePlatform, the Internet's largest business English resource for learners and teachers of business English. You can subscribe to Workplace English Training ePlatform at www.workplace-english-training.com and get access to podcast transcripts, study notes, interactive exercises, and thousands of additional resources in the training center. Accepting and refusing business invitations. Accepting an invitation is easy. Refusing an invitation is more difficult. In business situations, it's particularly important to know how to refuse an invitation politely so you don't cause offense to the person who is inviting you. In this podcast lesson, you're going to learn how to make, accept, and refuse invitations in a business setting. You're now going to listen to a short dialogue. Mary and David have just met each other at a business conference. During the conversation, Mary invites David to dinner. Well, it's been good to meet you, Mary, and very interesting to hear about your business. Look, we're having a small dinner for some of our clients and friends after this. Why don't you join us? That's very kind of you. I'll just check with my associate whether they have other arrangements for us. Your associate is most welcome to join us, too. Thank you. Excuse me. Richard, this is Mary Eriks from Eriks Imports. She has very kindly invited us to a dinner. Yes. Would you like to join us? Unfortunately, I have another engagement, but thank you for the invitation. Well, perhaps you could join us after that for a drink. Sounds great. I'd be happy to. Where shall we meet? How about the lounge bar here? At about ten? I'll see you then. Excuse me. Amy, David's joining us for dinner. Oh, wonderful. I hope you don't mind. Of course not. You're most welcome. Well, shall we make a move? Would you mind if I just say goodbye to a few people? No problem. We'll see you outside in a few minutes. Okay. Let's look at invitations. How do you go about inviting someone to something? How does Mary invite David to her dinner? Look, we're having a small dinner for some of our clients and friends after this. Why don't you join us? Spoken invitations in this kind of situation are semi formal. It's more like a suggestion than a formal invitation. There are a few different phrases you can use. Practice by repeating these sentences Why don't you join us? Perhaps you could join us. It would be great if you could join us. Would you like to join us? Notice that even though it would be great if you could join us is not in a question form, it is still being used as a question. Notice also how we use could and would in polite invitations, not can or will. How does David reply? That's very kind of you. When replying to an invitation, first thank the other person for the invitation, then give your answer. Here are some different ways of doing this. Practice saying them after me. Thank you. That's very kind of you. 
That sounds good. And you can put them all together like this. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Sounds good. After thanking the person who asked, you need to give an answer. Either accept the invitation or don't accept the invitation, or give a reason why you can't yet answer. What does David say? Let's hear him again. That's very kind of you. I'll just check with my associate whether they have other arrangements for us. David says he has to check with someone else. If there are other arrangements, David would make an excuse. When refusing an invitation, you should give a reason. Listen to this. Would you like to join us? No, thanks. Oh, right. It's rude just to say no without a reason, and the reason should be a good one. Listen again. Would you like to join us? No, thanks. It doesn't sound very interesting. Oh. Mary would rightly be offended by that reply. So, what are some ways of making a polite excuse? Listen to Richard. Unfortunately, I have another engagement, but thank you for the invitation. Richard doesn't need to say what his other engagement or appointment is, just that he has already made another commitment. Notice that he still thanks Mary for the invitation. Let's practice refusing invitations and making excuses. Repeat these after me. Unfortunately, I have another engagement. I'm afraid I have another commitment. I can't. I'm sorry. Perhaps another time? By saying, perhaps another time, you are being polite and friendly rather than just declining the invitation. Saying, I can't, implies that you have another commitment without having to say what that commitment is. This is acceptable in business. Mary and Richard make another arrangement. Listen again to how they do this. Well, perhaps you could join us after that for a drink. Sounds great. I'd be happy to. Where shall we meet? How about the lounge bar here? At about ten? I'll see you then. Mary says, Well, perhaps you could join us after that for a drink. By saying perhaps, she is leaving the invitation open. Richard is under no pressure to accept. Let's practice these phrases using perhaps. Repeat these sentences after me. Perhaps you would like to join us later. Perhaps you'd be interested in meeting us for breakfast? Perhaps we could meet later in the week. Notice that the you'd in the phrase perhaps you'd like to join us later is short for you would. Richard accepts Mary's invitation and they make the arrangement. Notice the slightly less formal way Richard accepts. Sounds great. I'd be happy to. Where shall we meet? You can use these simple phrases to accept an invitation. Practice them. That sounds great. Sounds good. I'd love to. I'd be happy to. Richard says, where shall we meet? You can use shall or will, but shall we is a common usage in questions simply because it is easier to say than will we. 
Shall is also used when asking for or making suggestions. Let's look at how Mary makes the arrangement. How about the lounge bar here at about ten? I'll see you then. By asking where shall we meet, Richard is leaving the details of the arrangement up to Mary. Mary gives a place and a time, but because this is an informal meeting, he doesn't make it sound like an appointment. He says, "How about the lounge bar?" How about invites the other person to say if it is not convenient, and he says, "At about ten, as a question." This also leaves room for the other person to suggest a different time. Richard confirms the arrangement by saying, "I'll see you then." This is now a definite commitment and an end to the arrangement. Notice how the stress is on the word "then" to confirm that the time is definite. Try saying this: "I'll see you then." Let's have a look now at the end of the conversation. There are some more useful phrases. Amy, David's joining us for dinner. Oh, wonderful! I hope you don't mind. Of course not. You're most welcome. Well, shall we make a move? Would you mind if I just say goodbye to a few people? No problem. We'll see you outside in a few minutes. Okay. David says, "I hope you don't mind." It's a polite way of asking for someone else's approval. Amy can't really say no since David is listening, but Amy politely confirms the arrangement. Practice how she does this. Repeat these phrases after me. Of course not. You're most welcome. What are the main points we've learned today in this podcast lesson? When inviting someone in formally, make it sound like a suggestion. That way, if someone can't accept, they don't feel so bad. Say, "Why don't you join us?" instead of, "I invite you to join us." And if you need to make an excuse, don't just refuse an invitation. Give a reason and apologize. I'm sorry. I have another commitment. You can subscribe online at www.workplace-english-training.com.